Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I'll be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Stace Babcock. Bonus football in Detroit this upcoming weekend. The Buffalo Bills, we're going to get snowed out of their stadium, so they're coming our way. Congratulations. Very exciting. Might be able to get free tickets. And the Lions have won two in a row. That's <laughs> been your American football update with Stace. Alex Finn. So Max is playing with his topple right now, so I'm not sure if it's coming through on the recording. And if it is, I'm so sorry, Daniel. I'm so sorry. He's playing with his what? Topple. Okay. It's like a food dispensing little, like, tippy top. Yes. The ones that don't look like dildos. Right. I mean, it could look like a butt plug if you were very adventurous. And Samson Davis. I just want to talk about Twitter burning, unless it's already burned by the time listeners are hearing this. Was it pretty? Was it as pretty as I imagined? <laughs> hey, you want to know what else is pretty? Our dice. Our diehard dice. We have dice. I'm holding it right now. It's gold and little pink shit on there. And you listeners can get some of our <laughs> dice at diehard dice, assuming it hasn't sold out. There's a chance that happened. So st- stop whatever you're doing. Pull over on the side of the highway if that's where you're at. Go to diehard dice and get our dice. We have dice. Also, get other dice that you may find pretty. I'm also holding, what is this? Oh, it has some ridiculous name. Dark Zenith Reticle. It's this like black dice with like rainbow scorching. But yeah, they're dope and beautiful. And I need to decide if I'm going to roll these tonight or the Knight's Hope set. But you also get big dice there. Dire, dire size, is that what they're called? Yep, the dire D20s. I just call it a big chungus. <laughs> big chonky boys <laughs> that'll put a hole through your table. Mm-hmm. They're lovely. Get one of their dice trays to protect your table. Mm-hmm. And tarot sets, bags, I think, a bunch of stuff. And when you go there, use our code Explorers One, you get 10% off your order, get these high quality, beautiful dice, our dice for 10% off. Thank you. Have a good day. You know what else dice are great for? Holiday gifts for your friends. Oh, that's true. Stocking stuffers, they're only like 10, 15 bucks. So, ooh. Mm-hmm. Instead of socks, I have too many socks. I'm just saying. Why not both? My feet haven't grown since the fourth grade, so I have too many socks. Sock full of dice. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I feel like that's a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Just a sock full of d it, it is. It's an improvised <laughs> weapon, for sure. Get your loved ones mm. the gift of self-defense. It would be used at any age. <laughs> yes. You could fill a sock with sand or die-hard dice for when you need someone else to die hard. <laughs> <laughs> Just roll out the d4s. It'll be fine. Who needs caltrops? And then you could tell them to... Come on, take a chance. And then they 
wing them in the face. <laughs> There's a lot of good one-liners. Dan, please start the episode before we continue. So, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Stace. I picked first for the intros, and I have to do the recap. Uh-huh. Why am I so popular, Daniel? <laughs> what is it about me tonight? So, no shit, there we were in the Forge dimension. That's where we started the episode, right? Ah, yes, with uh, Carlisle's unconscious body left near the door. And then we made our way towards the Forge, which was... Very forgy in appearance. There were strange mists. There were a lot of creatures who wanted a key and people guarding the door because they were hoping someone would walk up with a key, I guess. And there's just like a bunch of explore on explore murder up in here. But through cunning displays of skill, the crew managed <laughs> by using a vomit bomb and speed boots and illusions managed to get inside the door. The key immediately melted into mercury. And we were inside the forge. And also the lock to get out is like randomly changing. So we don't, we no longer have any key and who knows what key you would need to get out. So the crew explores. Nick scouts a little first, finds a poor soul or the, the body like rigged up in this mechanical torture rack. I don't know, with like bolts for eyes. And then going the other way, the crew made their way through what may have been a small intestine. Not sure, but a moist, fleshy hallway place and found the stone burner from Dilly's dream that had mercury pouring out of their mouth. Mm. Nix decided to spare the stone burner's life and snapped his neck. As a result, came in contact with the nanites that were forming the mercury that were absorbed into her skin. Nix used her metal thing that I deleted from my character sheet, but her, her cipher that can control metal to pull it back out. I feel like Chacha did some medical shit. Yes, to figure out what was going on. Some medical slash nano shit, actually. Oh, yeah. I did my yeah, job yeah. for once. It was, like, very, <laughs> yeah, meta for you almost. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and then after that, there were a series of other rooms that we explored, one of which we found kind of like a like a surgery table or a lab table or something with another stone burner with their in- actual intestines spilled out and found a series of awesome fucking audio recordings oh they were amazing it was so amazing podcast over we can't do better than that one of my it's it's up there top fave ttrpg moments i just say it's up there because i know i've had a lot of amazing moments but i gotta tell you i cannot think of one right now it Mm. was dope as hell (laughs) and through the recordings we learned that this stone burner had been sent who knows how long ago to explore the forge he was apparently potentially a narcissist, had a very high opinion of himself, general lack of morals. Anyway, so just goes on a rampage, gets into the forge. Musk-like, you might say. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> very similar. He was also self-destructive, yeah. This guy just sounded more competent, though. Yeah. yeah. And kept talking about how he needed to find the parts for something. He had most of the parts, and the last recording was like, I know where I can find more parts in my stomach. And so, yeah, he gutted himself, and that was the end of the episode. I may have missed some, like, salient bits of lore. Uh, he had a pendant with a picture of a, of, a, of a man and a young girl. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. We also picked up a cipher, and I'm only mentioning it because it's level 10. Oh, yeah. We did things. <laughs> yeah. And that cipher was? Uh, a rejuvenator. Oh, I have that. That's fine. Nice. Yep. 10 points to one pool. Of the user's choice, not random. Mm-hmm. So, you guys have just heard this series of recordings. The last recording has 
clicked off and you've heard a sad sound from the device as if it's powering down. Oh, God. Dilly's going to keep the audio recording just in case. Yep. By the way, I should say, Dilly, you would know, you don't think the audio recording is... It's just out of juice. It's out of batteries, right? I thought it just ended because he killed himself. It did, but you guys were playing back the recording, and when the last recording stopped, there was a sad sound as it, like, powered down. So, essentially, Dilly, yeah, it's, it's like it's out of juice. Like, it will need probably some sort of minor repair before it could play again or record again. Yeah, sounds good. But it's not dead weight. What was this guy's name? Because I, I was... I didn't write anything down. I just got way into it. Zim Granik. Cha-cha, can you tell how long this guy's been dead? I, I, can, I can try, but do, do I lick it? Do you? Can Nyx assist with investigation? Well, first, Cha-cha, give me a understanding Numenera roll of 12. You are trained, so it's a 9. I got a 14. This body is currently, this weird light that's coming down on it appears to be a sterile field. So you get the impression that his body could have, I mean, he could have died a couple days ago. He could have died several months ago. The body wouldn't have done any more degradation inside this field. So like, from the way the body is, I mean, you could do a healing check to try to see, with Nix's help, to try to see what you think biologically it is, but you also know from the Numenera that is engaged around him that that wouldn't necessarily be reliable. He could have been here much longer than whatever that is. So he could try, but apparently if you die within this special zone, your body doesn't rot, so we wouldn't have to eat you. So you don't know? You don't know how long he's been dead? Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. 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 I mean, I could try, but like, it's probably a waste of time. Oh, that's fair. <gasps> We could drag him outside of this zone and see if he, like, suddenly turns into a skeleton. Yeah. That's how that works, right? Shh. Uh, what, what would happen if we, like, went in there and searched him for clues? Like, can we go in there? Don't see why not. Just don't die in it. You guys are already in there. That's how you got close enough to pick up the report. Oh, <laughs> oh dope. All right. Nick's like, oh, all right, of course. I'm feeling kind of itchy. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> it's so weird. Nix will go through his pockets and stuff. Okay. You find 100 shins on his person. A set of crafting tools and one cipher. Nix hands Dilly the crafting tools. Thanks. Ooh. Roll 1d6. Five. You have found a level five time auger. No! The time cap's gonna come for us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. It looks like one of those, you know, in Super Smash Brothers, like one of those drill handguns like you hold, you know, with the comically large drill, like a cone. Mm. It allows the user to drill through time the way that one might drill through wood. The user doesn't move through time, nor are they able to affect the past or future. Instead, they create a time hole that allows them to see 30 seconds into the future for the next 10 minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, will this violate our parole for the time cops? This is an out-of-character question. You can't affect anything. Now, Nix, you know specifically that that entity that talked to you basically said that was your one warning. We'll see what happens. Dun-dun-dun. And, like, it, we're not changing the timeline. We're just getting a little hint. Yeah, we're just seeing what happens, right? Like, yeah. you can't even affect it. Yeah. We yeah. can only affect 
the present. Yeah. Yeah. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it, though. My head hurts, like, thinking about that, actually. What's up? <laughs> but, like, if I use seeing, like, 30 seconds into the future to predict what's going to happen and uh, do something different, doesn't that, like, actually change the future? No, it's, like, splits off into a separate timeline. And so there will be now two of you. One that does one thing and one that does the other. Unless it was a multipath, and then you're going to create a lot of fractures. I mean, it's just like normal foresight. Everyone has foresight to see what's going to happen, right? I mean, this is maybe a little bit more explicit, but... Yeah, what do you mean, Dilly, everyone? It's a little bit more complicated than that. Oh, Aster says it's a little more complicated. Oh, uh, yeah, Dilly, can you ask uh, Aster if if this is illegal? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can ask him, but... I- pretty sure he's sensing everything around here is illegal. Master, opinions? You can feel him trying to form a sprite. Sprite. In, in my hand, just a little sprite. Okay. So, he looks a little annoyed by that. He wanted to do a full-size one. <laughs> he appears and says, the cipher explicitly doesn't change anything. It shows you what's ahead, but regardless in that timeline, you've already seen it. You can't change anything that you see. Anything that you see is something that will happen. But you might be able to use that information past the scope of what you see. Okay, yeah, 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 okay. As soon as you observe the future, the waveform collapses and it becomes what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're seeing the affected future, not the future that would have been before we saw the future. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So it is not forbidden. This makes my head hurt, though. Well, that might be the light. We should probably step out of this light. Not like what you have, Adilbrun. Oh, right. Yeah, that one's going to be a little spicy. Nyx picks up that locket. Mm-hmm. You see, it's a picture of a man and a young woman. She will pull the, the picture out and see if there's any sort of information on the back. Mm, good. Yeah, so you pull out the picture and in the back. It's actually weird. Like, it should be names, but it's clearly in sort of like a shorthand for names. That's something that rights use. With Dilly's help, you would identify it as it says, Belle and Sarah. Does anyone in the picture look like the guy on the table? Like, are they the same person? Or is this... No. Okay, so we think their names are Belle and Sarah. Okay. Hmm. Looking at the picture, do these look like two people that we would have seen around High Man's View, even in passing? That's a good question. Trained in remembering, if that's relevant. Yeah. This is a hard one, though, because you're, like, there's chance involved in tops of your skills. Yeah. Give me a 28. You've got an asset because of your training remembering. Yeah, and then uh, my cognitive memory inability. Okay, so that's a 28. Let's see. 25, 21. <laughs> and then you guys see a little blood vessel pop on Dilly's forehead, and I'm going to quickly take an advancement. Ooh. Yeah. God, there's so much math now. <laughs> Gonna have to get a math song. Six. Okay, three levels of ever. I feel like it's in the Hall of the Mountain King, right? It has to be <laughs> for the math song. <laughs> Alright, four levels of effort to bring it to a 15. Well, the Knight's Hope. 16. Time has changed her. She's rougher looking now than she once was in this picture. But you recognize Mark <sighs> from the Mesa Summit. Holy shit. Oh, no. Next, do you see? Do you see? It's it's her. It's Marta. Oh shit! Well, why would uh, why would this guy have this locket? Dilly just stares at Nyx. What? 
Oh, shit. This is her dad. Maybe? Or father figure, at least. Yeah. He did say he took a locket off of somebody that he killed out in front of the forge in the recording. Never mind. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, wow. This is, uh, awkward. Yeah. Wait, did he take the locket off of Metalmouth one room back? No, he took it off of the person he killed to get the key. Oh, okay. Yeah, it sounds like a great-A asshole thing to do, so it's on, it's on brand, certainly. Right. Our characters totally remember that, because it's just happened to them. <laughs> so right. It has not been two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so Dilly's tone changes. Oh, oh this douchebag. Yeah, because Dilly experienced the other guy's death in his dreams. Ick. Yeah, this guy did stab me. What the fuck? Fuck this guy. And Dilly, like, goes to kind of punch him, but then, like, doesn't do that because there's guts everywhere. And she's like, ah, we gotta get out of here. This this light's giving me a headache, and I feel like I'm experiencing different timelines. Yeah, but first, I want to see... He said something about parts in his recording, so... Then Dix looks around for, like, a sack or a backpack or something that's going to have these parts that he had collected. Notably, there is none. And it's at that moment you hear a strange rumbling like thunder echo through the facility and then something it could be like metal grinding against metal or it could be a bestial roar you're not sure in the distance and then everything goes away again and it's just that ongoing sound of machinery in the background there's a chance he's already been looted for whatever counts as important in this place so we should probably get moving i'll say i remember he mentioned that something was hunting him or something was in here that he had to avoid so we should we should be mobile we should get moving how many doors are in this room there are two doors in this room they're both going the same direction but one's on the left and one's on the right so legally we have to go to the right right nix has been opening both doors or like all the doors out of a to look inside so that's what she does you open a room that on the right that is it's kind of a sort of standard squarish room. It's hard to tell the dimensions, like trying to perceive like how big it is or how small it is kind of hurts your head a little bit. There's a single door on the other side and in the middle on a pedestal, there is a wide blue metallic urn and you see blue crystal bubbles emerging from it and they sort of waft into the air and then burst into nothing. To the left... There is a somewhat smaller room, a little bit more circumspect. It has a door on the left-hand side leading out. And there is a, on the far wall, there's a rack of devices with blinking lights. They seem to flicker for a while, and then they turn off, and then they turn back on again. And there is a yellow button in the center of that console. You can't read any of the markings on it from this distance, but, you know, it screams like, press me. Do it. That first room, did you say there were crystal bubbles in there around a center pedestal? That metallic urn on the center pedestal, like, bubbles would form in it, like blue crystal bubbles, and then they would kind of float up and then pop. But they would be, like, crystalline in shape, not round. Gotcha. Hmm. Like snowflakes made out of soap. Gigantic ones. I just want everyone to be. I just want everyone to be prepared. That if we go into the room on the left, we're probably gonna hit that button. Yeah, I mean, duh. So, are we prepared to do that, <laughs> or should we go right and probably not hit the button? Well, we're looking for like some uh, parts and, and things like that, right? And what this forge can do, and 
that just looks more likely than crystal bubbles, don't you think? I don't know. I don't know if any of these... I, don't, I, I think a lot of what's going to be important is not always going to look mechanical in nature. In fact, I should probably double-check to see what we're looking for. Dylan's going to pull out the, um... <laughs> oh, what was the thing that we grabbed? The core plan? Yeah, the builder core plans, and see, like, what the, like, key materials are that we're looking for, the key IO or ciphers or whatever. So, once again, like, some of the materials are somewhat standard, but there are some materials that are that are labeled that you don't know what they are. They're clearly not of the ninth world. Right. You need to get to somewhere where it actually looks like a forge, not just a factory. That's something that it produces these materials, you would think. Okay. It could be alloys that haven't been discovered yet, or that can't be synthesized with normal ninth world technology. You're not sure. Okay, so then, I guess I don't know what to roll to really confirm this, but we are looking for a specific room. We're just we're not just running around collecting things that. Cause I kind of thought like, oh, there's just going to be random shit everywhere, so go around, collect what you can, and get out and survive. You get the impression that you might find cool things around here, but you also have seen what happened to other people right. in here. You get the feeling that, you know, assuming this is, in fact, a foundry, that there's somewhere, like, you're essentially looking for, like, almost like a smelting portion of the foundry to get the base elements you need. Okay. I think we're looking for whatever what'll hopefully look like a, a foundry, like some place we can like melt down elements and melt down metals or whatever to like get our materials. So whatever path we take, whichever gets us there in one piece. Yeah, but I wanna check out the machines. Are you gonna hit do we really want to risk the button? Because we're totally gonna hit that button. Dilly, first of all, I'm not going to hit that button. I think we all know it's going to be probably Cha Cha. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and probably you. Yes. I- I I don't even need to think about the button. The button is just going to happen, Billy. But it's probably not going to be me. But that's what I'm saying. The button's going to get hit. Yep. So should we should go to the room without the button? Nope. And have a better time surviving that. Are you sure? Are you an explorer, Billy, or not? Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's explore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let's go to the right and not hit the button. Explore the buttons, Billy. I'm just going to look at him real quick. Ah, fuck. Listeners, I tried. <laughs> Not that hard. <laughs> wow. I'm going to roast you. <laughs> All right, we go left. Okay, you go into that room. There's a door on the left, and there's the machinery on the far side of the wall with the big yellow button in the center. Patrick starts approaching the big yellow button. All right, hold on. Let me try to see if I can figure out what this machinery does before this happens. <laughs> Dilly's going to try to figure out what the machinery is doing, if anything. Okay, so it'll be an understanding name narrow roll of 24. 1, 18, 15, 12 with three levels of effort. 12 exactly. The physics that it's using is beyond you, but it appears to be a neurological accelerant. Like it's designed to confer some level of greater agility, at least temporarily. Okay. And following the design, is it going to happen to the person who presses the button or the person who's standing on a conspicuous place marked X? Presumably the person pressing the button, but you wouldn't necessarily, if you're trying to do like a test, you probably don't want to be standing right next to them. Right. Uh, so I think, yeah, if you hit that button, it's going to it's gonna accelerate your synaptic, synaptic responses or something. I, 
There's a chance that you're going to want to go fast, but also, I've misread this shit before, and now I've got flap, flapper doodles, so... Chacha, what do you think? Push the button. Well, I mean, what do you think it says, Chacha? <laughs> no thoughts. Only buttons. I would like to do some understanding of the Numenera's. Okay. So that's a 24. With your training, it is a 21. Oof! Fluff and fluff? Spicy. Wait, no, I'm, uh, so that's an 18. Oh, you're specialized? Yes. Okay, so 18. And actually, Dilly figured out the first mm. part. So you would have another asset, so that'd be a 15. I'm still going to use, like, two levels of effort. Let's try this big chungus out. <laughs> 16. You think... So however we want to think about it in story. Mechanically, you think it does something where every time somebody presses it, it enhances their speed edge for a short amount of time. Maybe for an hour. I mean... I feel like it's kind of a left out if it's only an hour. Unless we're running. Oh no. Are we running? Remember that speed would also apply to speed defense and like ranged attacks as well. I mean, do you want to be the test subject? Dilly, go for it. Guys, I know I said an awful lot about not being the one to push the button. <laughs> but uh, I kind of would like to go faster. Then push the button. I will not stop you. I legally cannot. When has legally ever come into it, Chasha? <laughs> I don't know, but I just want people to know that legally I cannot stop you from pushing this button. All right. Next gets up there and pushes the button. Okay. This yellow electricity arcs out and hits Nyx. Nyx, it's not painful. It feels fucking amazing. Woo! You know, Nyx has really only gotten drunk before, so she wouldn't necessarily know this, but it is like if somehow you were getting the energy of PCP at the same time you were getting like a heroin high. And then it stops, and then you're standing there, and again, you feel normal, but for the next hour, you have plus one to your speed edge. Ooh, that's good. Nyx runs over and like touches the far wall and runs back. She's not really expending any eff- extra mm-hmm. effort to do it, so she's not spending any edge, but she's just demonstrating. She's fast. <laughs> Touch a golf claps. <laughs> yeah, we golf clap like, ooh. All right, well, uh, I survived, so you guys want to be faster, too? Yeah, why not? Cha-cha touches the button. Same thing happens to Cha-Cha. Electricity arcs out. Cha-Cha, you almost float for a second. It feels so amazing. And then you drop to the ground, and you have plus one to speed edge for the next hour. Dilly also hits the button. It breaks. Dilly, same thing. You float up into the air, and you come back down, and you have plus one speed edge. You can tell that, like, whatever it was... Definitely fucked with Aster's cognition. You notice that, like, the overlay that he sort of almost constantly plays a little bit now seems to be a bit staticky. Like, and he's, like, reeling like he's almost, like, drunk. Ooh! All right. This worked out pretty well. All right, where to next? Is there two doors? By the way, Cha-Cha, you also know that the effects of predicing the button are cumulative. <laughs> Chacha goes over there and, like, rapidly pushes the button three more times. Jesus. Three more yeah. times? Okay. Yeah. The lights all shine brightly in a rapid panic succession, and then Chacha is floating there with electricity going into her, and she drops. Chacha, you get an additional plus three to speed edge for the hour, so you're at plus four. However, you feel like you overdid it. Give me a might defense roll of 24. Um, 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 um. Oh, that come down's gonna be rough. I don't think any of my skills can help with this. Unless understanding Numenera would count. 
We use three levels of effort, and we're just going to suffer the consequences of whatever else happens. Happens. Mm-hmm. Does an 18 make it? With three levels of effort, yes, an 18 would make it. Touch throws up a little. Yeah, you, yeah, it doesn't feel good, but you, you manage to keep it under control. And you've got plus four speed for the next hour. That's not nothing. Holy shit. Nyx pushes the button three more times. <laughs> okay, Nyx, give me a might defense roll of 24. All right, so uh, she got the two free levels of effort, which would make it a lower number, 18. And then she'll spend enough effort to drop it to a, a nine. Ooh. 17. I feel insulted when I spend five levels of effort yeah. and roll a freaking 17, okay? <laughs> but there it is. Now you're up to plus four for the next hour. Oh, yeah. You definitely felt like it was rough, but you got through it. I'm good with just the one. I <laughs> I feel like you guys are doing a lot that I would not survive. That's fine, Dilly. I mean, you just roll the dice. I can't even understand you guys. You guys are talking way too fast. <sighs> Where do we want to go now? Everywhere. You got a left and a right. Nyx opens both doors. Guys, like, honestly, I know I really pushed for the machine, but you know far more about Numenera, so feel free to determine where we're going. So to be clear, in this room, there's only one to the left. Oh. The other to the right would mean going back over to the other room and going to the door straight across. Uh... Dilly, is this second door in the room with us? No, uh, so... <laughs> Dilly, can you see that door right now? Is it with you right now? <laughs> Is the door telling you anything? No, but there's whispers. <laughs> All right, what's, what's on the door on the left? So you open the door to the left, and you see it comes out, and it's sort of like you're at the end of a corridor, and it looks like a pretty long corridor. You don't see any other doors along it, but, you know, presumably there are more. It goes quite a way and kind of curves off to the side. So you can't clearly see the end of it. Specifically, it curves off to the left. I think we start down. Dilly does at least. Okay. You start walking down the corridor. Everybody else going down the corridor? Yes. Yeah. You couldn't hear me nodding? Come on. <laughs> no. Listen to our nods. So you guys start walking down this corridor. You go forward. You curve to the left. Still no doors. Nothing. You've now walked for an hour. Is it curving to the left at such a degree that we should have almost come around to the previous room at one point. No, it doesn't feel like that steep a curve. It's just like a slight curve. And between those curves, there's a long stretch of straight. Oh, uh, okay. Does the noise that we heard in surgery room occur at any point? If you're talking about the ominous rumble and the grinding sound, no, you don't hear that. But you do still all hear the distant sound of machinery all around you. You said we're in there for an hour? Mm-hmm. You've been walking for an hour. How does the come down feel when we lose our edge? You know that you've been walking for an hour. Like, at least subjectively, you've been walking for an hour down this corridor. But you still feel faster. You still feel perked up. It's just the, it feels like you've been walking one time. And, if, and Dilly, your conclusion is, is that if this was supposed to last an hour, then Cha-Cha's is full of shit. <laughs> Dilly juggles if it's more likely that Cha-Cha got it wrong. Cha-Cha doesn't know what an hour is. Or if time is so fucked in this place <laughs> that it doesn't really matter. I don't think Dilly can come to a conclusion. Also, Dilly's just going to quickly look behind us and see if the door we entered isn't, like, right behind us. We got infinite hallway. You don't see it. Okay. You think they made this to be practical? Or were they, like, is this, like, some artistic flex? Like, the original architects? What do you think they were thinking about? Uh, things that curve to the left? Ooh. 
Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, but like, to what purpose? I don't know, Dilly. Like, this seems like eighty uh, percent fuckery. If I'm if I'm being honest, yeah, like the whole place in general, a lot of mishaps. Thankfully, this isn't flesh. At least I don't think it's flesh. This hallway. Dilly, as you're saying that, you reach out and touch the wall just for effect on the metal, and you notice that the metal, it's definitely metal, but it almost feels like it's breathing. <sighs> All right. Not organic flesh. Well, not car- carbohydrate organic flesh. I don't know. This is a mammalian, I don't think. Do you guys have any smart ideas to figure this out? Or, like, should we just... My solution would be just keep walking. No, yeah, I, I was just wondering. We've been walking for a while, and if my wa- mind was wandering. I mean, I'm a little worried that it's like an infinite hallway or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but it looks like we've walked a while. Yeah. Or have we? <gasps> da da da. Yeah, I don't know. I still feel kind of fast. But like feel free to try to figure it out, guys. I I feel like and trying to figure this out would be a waste of time. A greater waste of time than being stuck in an infinite hallway. Have we tried walking backwards? Dang. I suppose we could try it. Nix will try walking backwards. She'll start walking in reverse. <laughs> That's what Wait, I assume. Which way Chasham? backwards? So walking backwards towards the direction you were going or walking yeah, backwards the way you came? It's Chasha's uh, idea. So. Yeah, Deli's going to try walking backwards in the direction that we're already going. Okay. You start walking backwards. There's a long corridor. Nix is walking backwards in the opposite direction back towards the way that they were coming. Good. Nix, wait, Ooh. hold on. Okay. So, Nix, you start walking backwards down this corridor. You can see Dilly and Cha-Cha ahead. And Cha-Cha is like midway. You can see Dilly is almost to the edge of going around the bend and out of your eye line. Who am I supposed to follow? I almost can't see you, Dilly. What angle is this? Isn't this like a thing that you guys should... I mean, I don't know. I guess we had a shapes class in university, but... Is it a parallelogram? What? Right, it goes in the square hole. Uh, Dilly's going to keep walking until he's no longer within sight of Nyx, at least. I don't know where Chacha is. Nyx only went to shapes class, so I guess we won't calculate the probable length of the hallway based on the rate of curvature. So Nyx will keep walking. Okay. Dilly, you're out of sight of both Nyx and Chacha. Oh, no. Nyx will come back that way, is what I mean. So you're going towards Dilly. No, you know what? Let's stick with it. I want to see what happens. Dilly gets kidnapped. That's what happens. Okay. Someone gets kidnapped. Inevitably. So Dilly goes around this corner. I'm Dilly. You can no longer see Cha-Cha or Nix. And when you look over your shoulder, you just see more long hallway. All right. Dilly's going to pull like a marker from his uh, crafting tool set or like tool set or whatever. And just make a quick like little mark on the wall and continue walking backwards for a little okay. bit. And then just turn around and walk forwards because it's getting weird. Oh, I thought he was just going to be, like, walking backwards with a marker on the wall. I'm walking forward the way we were going. I'm just no longer walking oh. ass backwards. It's now face forward. Mm. Mm. Well, okay. I'm confused because you were originally going, you specifically were walking backwards towards the where you came in. No, no I was walking. Yeah, that was Nick's. Dilly was walking backwards towards the way we were going. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I flip-flopped that in my head. Either way, you see the curvature. Dilly, you're going that way. Nix, you can no longer see Dilly or Cha-Cha. Guys, I really feel like we should have walked in a circle by now or something. You guys don't hear that at all. Oh. Guys? 
Touch is just standing in the place where everyone left her. <sighs> Nix will start walking back the towards Dilly, but frontwards. Okay. Nix, you walk down an empty corridor for like 45 minutes. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> ah! Fuck. <laughs> Nix looks around. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Cha-Cha and Dilly. Dilly, you were continuing, weren't you? Yes. So you weren't heading towards Nix. You were heading the other way. Correct. Now you are past eyeline with Cha-Cha. You can't see her. Cha-Cha can no longer see you. All right. Oh, no. Did we fully split the party? I think Dilly will call out, Cha-Cha, are you not following me? Or are you following Nix? Dilly echoes down this corridor. Cha-Cha, Nix, you don't hear anything. Dilly runs back around the corner. You see more corridor. No sign of your friends. Ah, oh, goddamn, this infinite hallway. All right. <laughs> so then, uh, I don't know, this probably got cut up. Dilly's going to take a marker, which I assume is part of his crafting or light tool set, just like to mark things. Sure. And Dilly is going to write on the metal. They probably don't have the alphanumeric alphabet in Ninth World, but his initials and then the arrow that he's going, arrow in the direction that he's going, mm-hmm. and then he'll activate his speed boots and then slide down forward the way he was going, not the way back. Okay. Dilly goes cruising in that direction. Cha-Cha, what are you doing? Both of your friends wandered off in opposite directions. You can't see either of them. How long has it been? From your perspective, it's been like about at least half an hour. I mean, Chacha's kind of easily distractible, so you might have gotten a little distracted during that time. It might be slightly longer, but it feels like it's been at least a half hour. I guess. Oh, God. Hmm. Chacha's going to flip a coin. You know, mm. heads, she's going back to Nix, and tails, she's going to Dilly. So we'll call heads, evens, and tails, odds. Just roll die and tell me what you get. I got odds. Okay. So Chacha's gonna like draw an arrow with like a stick figure Chacha on the wall, mm-hmm. pointing in the direction she's going. She's gonna take off. Okay. Okay. So you're heading towards Dilly. Okay. Cool. So you start heading towards Dilly. Nix, you've been walking for like an hour now. Yeah, Nix has caught on that she might be in an infinite hallway. Mm-hmm. She's gonna touch the wall, lick the wall, climb the wall. Punch the wall. Okay. The wall seems to be very sturdy. It's weird, though, when you touch it, it almost feels like it's breathing, but it still feels solid. It's like you're touching it. It's as solid as you'd ever expect metal to be, but you can still almost feel the metal expanding and contracting, like in a breath. What does it taste like? Tastes like metal. Hey, uh, hallway, are you uh, breathing? Are you alive? There's no response. Mm-mm. Next, we'll hiss at her medallion. There is no response. Ah. You're not sure if the message isn't reaching them or if you're just too far away from them. Okay. So this is a hallway that slightly curves to the left. Mm-hmm. Is it all just smooth metal in this hallway? Ceiling, floor, walls? Like, or is there... It seems like it's almost like the hallway was made of one piece. Occasionally you'll see, like, seams, but they're sort of seams that go around the whole thing, and they're very narrow. Like, you can just barely make them out. It's like each section is maybe like 10 meters in length. Nix is going to try to pry at a seam, or examine the seam. Which are you doing? Well, I guess examine first to see like what the what the sitch is. Okay. Give me a 15. You've in- got investigation, so that would be a 12. Nix is going to be confident in her ability to investigate this and figure it out. Another 17. 
It's a very narrow seam. It's like almost perfectly lined up. It might be possible to pry at it, but you would probably need tools to do it. It's not something that you could just do with your hands or something like that. The Explorer's Pack comes with like tent poles and hammers and shit. So she's just going to take the most likely looking item and Mm -hmm. try to chisel it on in there. Okay. Give me a might roll of 21 for these, I think. It'll be a 15 for Nyx with her edge. And you're using a tool, so that'll make it a 12. Okay, and she'll use two levels of my effort. Okay, so that makes it a 6. 8. Okay. You managed to tear up an edge of one of these walls, and you can see, like, really sort of complex circuitry when you first start pulling it up. But as you bend the metal a little bit farther back, you see there's an edge to this circuitry and this circuit board. And you see something beyond it... It's not darkness, it's absent of light. It's not cold, it's just absent of heat. It's not oppressive, because it's like an absence of mass. It feels like you are looking into the void, a place of nothing. Nyx will uh, roll her glow globe into the void. You roll into the void, and it starts falling. And you can tell by the movement and its size in your vision that it's falling pretty fast, but there's also nothing to obstruct your view. And even though it's falling, even as long as ten minutes later, you can still see that little pinprick of light slowly getting smaller and smaller and more distant, but still a shine you can make out all the same. Dilly. Hello. You're walking along the hallway. Sliding along. You see a marking. It has your initials and an arrow pointing in the direction that you're going. How long? How long? How long was that? How long was that circuit? Felt like you were walking for hours. And Dilly, you hear that rumble and that roar again. And it's so loud, coming from every direction. Whatever it is, it sounds so close. And that's where we'll end this episode. What? Well, that's tricky. Face something about this episode. This fucking puzzle you've thrown at us, Daniel. <laughs> the one that, that Nix is probably the least equipped to deal with. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up because I just watched the Chainsaw Man episode where they introduced the Eternity Demon. So this is very, like, what was happening there. Mm. I still need to watch that show. <sighs> Looking forward to it. What the fuck? It's so good. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Samson's turn. Oh, shit. Samson, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? All right. So by the time you hear this, it's going to be kind of a couple months late, just based on theme. But I was playing it through October, and then I never got to do a intrusion in October. That would have been timely. But I would recommend people check out the Haunted PlayStation 1 demo disc for 2022. I said last year I've really fallen in love with kind of like low-resolution, low-poly horror games, just because I feel like they're very effective in most cases. And the Haunted PlayStation 1 demo disc community is kind of where a lot of those come from. The demo disc itself is basically like this collection of demos, and most of them I think are legitimate demos. There's probably a a couple in there that are like kind of demos just for this demo disc thing. But basically what it is, at least this 2022 version of it, it's as multiple games within a game. You are exploring this desolate mall, mostly by yourself. There's something else in there, obviously. 
And as you're going around to all these different like storefronts, each storefront is a demo. So then you go into the storefront mm. and then you play this little demo. And a lot of the demos are like are sharing this like low resolution aesthetic. And they're all very kind of creepy and haunting. A few of them are like legitimate horror games, and those games are terrifying. But a lot of them are just kind of creepy and haunting in their own way. And all taking different approaches to that low poly aesthetic there's one game that's kind of like it's kind of emulating like uh the n64 zelda games there's another mm-hmm. game that's like a first person dungeon crawler but like really old school like not ultima if you've ever played legend of grimrock like that kind of dungeon crawler uh, and there's so many others there's another one called Enchain that's like quake and dark souls and fucking spider-man all rolled into one hmm. it's all very cool these are all very unique games all a bunch of like indie creators and the demo disc is free on itch.io to check out. There's like 20 ish demos. Most of them you don't need to play like the meta game to unlock, but there's two that you do need to play through to actually get to. So there is a reason to like engage with that. But yeah, I recommend checking out the haunted PlayStation one demo disc specifically 2022. Cause that's what I've played. There has been at least two other demo discs in the past 2020 and 2021. So yeah, check that out. Itch.io. It's all free. Very cool. Well, if people wanted to tell us about their experiences with the demo disc of any year or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Oh, uh, well, if I can find our socials, find on our website, explorerswanted.fm, that on Twitter, if that still exists when you hear this, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram, Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. But you know what's probably not going to explode within the next few months? Discord. Explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Come hang out with us there. That's the best place to do it. Also, if it is within your means, please throw us some money so that we can keep doing this. Patreon.com slash Explorers Wanted or use our Dice affiliate code with Die Hard Dice Explorers Wanted. Get 10% off your order. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing that you could do is tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. I'm not kidding. I was having a conversation with a number of other podcast producers earlier today. And the only thing that everybody agrees on is that word of mouth is the only thing that we know works. Everything else is just guessing because it works out differently for every show. So telling your friends, huge. Second best thing is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That also helps when new listeners are looking for a show. And if you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was a meh, well, no, shh, it's okay, it's okay. No, don't cry. It won't, no, it won't help to cry. He's already in your home. And the more noise you make, the easier it is for him to find you. It's okay. It's okay. Take a deep breath. Now, as you hear the creak of the floors under his soft-soled shoes, as his fingers slowly move along the needle and thread in his hands, try to stay calm. (laughs) Wow, your heart is beating so fast and so loud, too. Do, Do you think he hears it? Do you think he'll find you soon? Let's hope not, because he loves to sew. And his favorite place to start is your lips. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich or on Mastodon at Anderlich at Wandering Shop. Daniel, that was fucked up. But people can <laughs> find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. Yeah, assuming it's still standing, I'm at Slam Potato on Twitter or I'm just Samson on the Discord. Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying this dumpster fire from afar. 
at Realty Unicorn on Twitter. We'll see if I join the Mastodon or I just give up on it. I'm occasionally on Twitch at Tea with a Unicorn, and I'm definitely in the Discord. Always in the Discord. That's true. The Discord is the one place where you can guaranteed find all of us. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week, as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! Bye.